Right now, though, we are starting the show talking more about what happened in Surrey, a daylight Surrey shooting. As we now know, the target of that shooting was a 30-year-old passenger in a taxi. That person was killed, but the driver of that taxi was also taken to hospital with serious injuries. And Global News has been talking to people in the neighborhood who say they are, well, very concerned about this. So uh, we live just a few blocks from here, and um, this is uh, one of the the cab companies that we use all the time. My daughter's in a wheelchair, and um, there's not very many wheelchair-accessible taxis around. So uh, it's probably, we probably know the gentleman uh, who was driving the cab who was shot. How does that make you feel knowing that that's something you're, you're, uh, that's a cab that your daughter uses, um, and it's such a small uh, demographic of people? Too close to home. Like, really, uh, really, uh, this, this was a, this was a very surprising shooting because they got somebody who was not targeted this time. Um, And it's in the middle of the day in a very busy shopping mall. And my daughter comes up here all the time. Joining us now is Mohan Kang, the president of the BC Taxi Association. Thank you so much for taking the time with us today. Thanks for inviting. I know that this particular cab company uh, isn't under the umbrella of the BC Taxi Association, but have you heard anything as far as how this taxi driver uh, is doing at this point? It's my understanding that he's uh, out of danger. Uh, I, uh, yeah, which is a good news. Yes, definitely. Well, that that is good. Uh, that is a positive thing, certainly, to hear uh, about this. Uh, Mohan, can can you talk a little bit though? Your response when you heard about this, uh, the shooting, where a passenger in a taxi was targeted and the driver was hit. Well, I was shocked and also have a serious concern because it is something which is coming too close, you know, uh, to comfort uh, the way the things are happening in the metro lately uh, reminds me that I hope that we are not going to the Old West. Uh, we've talked about this in the past before in that there are some dangers. Uh, we've unfortunately talked in the past about t- taxi drivers being uh, being uh, beaten. Uh, we've talked about them being assaulted at times. But this, uh, the fact that this was a likely what it seems like or sounds like was a stray bullet, clearly this person was not the target of this shooting. How do you even start, uh, if you're a taxi driver, how do you even begin to try and protect yourself against something like that? With this type of thing, uh, it is not uh, possible frankly speaking, because, you know, when we got the safety cameras in, in the metro area in 2004-05, then upgraded in 2009, uh, I believe the violence rate came down probably around 70 to 72%. But that's for the common persons, right? Mm-hmm. But And those cameras are also after the fact. But this type of thing, there's no protection, and would you know in this particular incident, not that it would have made a difference, but would this cab have been outfitted? Would there have been a partition or anything separating the driver from the passenger? It won't make any difference because the you know most of the company did put the partition, not the type what you're talking. I'm talking about the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. 
protection they did put majority of the companies uh, in metro and outside also uh, but this type of thing doesn't help at all right because uh, how how do you know the driver has to be psychic uh, to dodge anything coming towards them or looking at a person what his intentions are uh, which is not feasible uh, no, and certainly drivers, I would imagine, don't want to be in a position where they look at somebody and, and think and, and are, are having to decide, oh, should I take you as a fare in my vehicle or, oh, you don't, you, you look like maybe you might be involved in gang activity and I don't want you sitting in my vehicle. Well, you know, we can't. Uh, we have to serve the communities without discrimination, looking at the human rights, you know, and also... Uh, there was passenger and driver bill of rights, which was mainly meant for the people who nighttime were too much and they were rowdy, right, to refuse for safety reasons. But this type of thing, uh, there, there's no escape. Moreover, you know, if, let's say, two guys come and uh, just open your door, back door, and sit in it, and you look back and see some weapon with them, uh, a professional driver, I would do the same thing. You know, I'll simply ask them, where can I take you, sir? Right? Right. And I, I will hold my breath till I have dropped them. Then I will let my breath go. Thanks, God. Right? Right. Uh, that's the best a person or a driver can do or will do. Instead of saying, get out. Sorry, I can't take you. Because as soon as you, you said that, for a normal person, for a reasonable person, he might be mad, but he will leave. But you're asking for trouble if you ask this type of people, get out, or I'm not going to take you. Do you know then, have you heard in this how, when this unfolded, was this an individual who was taking the cab? Was he a fair saying, I, I'm taking this cab, I'd like to go to such and such place, and was doing that uh, and didn't know, obviously, that he was being targeted? Or was he taking refuge? Did he jump into the cab to get away from somebody that was coming after him? No, I'm not aware of the effects of those states. Right, Okay. Is that something that happens, though, that people, uh, and, and even if it is, I would imagine it wouldn't be that often, but is that something that, that could potentially happen, that somebody jumps into a cab to get away from danger? It could. But then, you know, he simply says, uh, drive, and then he will tell the destination. Right? But but not this type of, uh, you know, that he's being shot at or something, right? Right. Because the duck... Uh, and most of the people who shoot others, uh, they're too close uh, for escape or anything. What do you say to drivers then who, watching this and seeing what happened yesterday, are fearful and are, are a bit hesitant now of being behind the wheel? Well, you know, we are in a profession which we know there are some dangers, uh, some challenges, but at the same token, we never dreamt the challenges would come the way the things are folding in Metro. So now it is up to the government to ensure that the laws are strict because, you know, uh, police can do only so much. They arrest a person and within 15 minutes, half an hour, a high-pressed lawyer 
gets them out, uh, discourages the enforcement, discourages the uh, other stakeholders when they look at the guys on the road again, right? So there has to be something to protect the society, which, you know, the taxi industry uh, is part of the society. We live there, our kids are raised there, and uh, as such, uh, the government must do something uh, to put a stop on it. Uh, do something as far as combating gang violence? Absolutely. All right. Mohan Kang, thank you so much. And uh, again, uh, that is some positive news uh, to hear that the driver uh, is doing okay uh, after being uh, shot, being injured during that shooting. Thank you so much for making the time for us today. Appreciate it. Thanks for asking.